What type of bride do you want to be? One that is in charge, stressing people around to do things because you want it a certain way? Or do you want to take care of the great relationships around you? Welcome to Bride and Joy. My name is Amanda Costa-Thompson and I am a destination wedding planner and designer. We love to celebrate and create and produce once-in-a-lifetime experiences for you all over Europe and around the world. Today I want to be real with you. There is no lie that becoming a bride might get you in situations where you feel like people don't like you as much. And I don't mean because you're becoming mean, but yes, sometimes brides can become mean because the vision of having everything trying to be so incredibly perfect goes above and beyond for some. And it might not for you, but there is also no lie that when you go into a role of becoming a bride, so many have the feeling of, oh my goodness, all eyes on me, how is this going to work out? How is this going to be? You can easily get yourself into a situation where everyone else feels like you are bossing them around and you have become this person that because you want everything perfect, that you are going into a version of yourself that might not be the best. But it doesn't have to be that way. And I believe that we don't have happiness. We generate happiness in life. And success and happiness, what is it and how can we actually have it? I mean, it's so easy to think, I will get happy or I will be excited or I will be joyful the day that I have X in my life and the day I have that in my life. And this can be material things like when we get that car or when we have that house or when we start doing this or when we start doing that. What happens is we wait until something happens before we allow ourselves to celebrate. And I do believe that life is so much more fun if you can allow yourself to celebrate the small things, the big things, and it might be because I also work with what I do, but I really think that there was a change and there was a shift for myself at least. And when I started listening to this and implementing what I'm about to share with you, things became so much easier. And very often, there are things that you can be grateful for right now. If you manage to see those things, to be grateful for them, and I can give an example and go, right now, I am super grateful that I'm able to pick up my daughter an hour earlier because I managed to finish off some things that I had to do. That extra hour today will allow me to have a bit more fun with her. And it doesn't have to be the big things. It's about seeing those small things and seeing those small shifts. And especially as a bride, it is so easy to be hard towards yourself. You talk yourself down and you go, oh, didn't manage to do this and that wasn't good enough and I should do better. Honestly, if I did that to myself all the time, which yes, I do, of course I do. We all do, we're human beings. But if I did that all the time, I wouldn't have been able to run a business and to create fun for other people because I would be talking myself down. So I need to lift myself up first. It's like flying an aircraft. You need to put your own, you know, if, the, if these oxygen masks fall down, you need to put your own mask 
on first before you put them on others. So when you take charge of yourself, when you are kind towards yourself, you allow yourself to enjoy the journey. And if you can implement this to not only your wedding planning, but if you can implement it to be for everything in your life, things in general will just have a completely different energy around you and you will be so much more at ease. And it's easy to say, well, Amanda, your life looks so easy and it looks so simple. And, you know, there's always beauty around you because we do share a lot of beautiful pictures and beautiful memories and dresses and makeup and all these type of things. That's just a part of it. I mean, I'm also a human being that go through tough days and go through days where I go, I don't know how to set the next foot forward. I want to solve this problem, but I don't know how to do it. Using strategies that help me think, what can I do at this very moment that allows me to take one step forward? And when we focus on the small things, it is easier to just allow yourself focus on right now and what you can do with the situation that is right in front of you. I heard an episode today from Jasmine Starr, huge fan of her, she's super sweet, and she said, you have two choices. You can either sit down and cry and you can go, I don't know how to solve this, I'm not going to solve it, and I give up. Or you can say, I will do this small thing and maybe that will move me in the right direction. And that little tweak can make a huge difference. Have you read the book Atomic Habits? Or have you heard the story about the British cycle team that made 1% change every single day. They were terrible. They, they were really bad. But over a period, they made a 1% change every single day that allowed them to win the Olympic Games in Beijing in 2008. They hired a coach that believed in this. So the whole principle came from the idea that if you bro- broke down everything you could think of, that goes into riding a bike and then improve it by 1% every single day, you will get a significant increase when you put them all together. They redesigned the bicycle seats. They hired in a surgery to teach them how to wash their hands so they would avoid getting sick. They found the best pillow to sleep on, the best mattress to sleep on that allowed them for a good night's rest. They tested different massage gels that gave their muscles a good restitution and they did immensely small little things and small adjustments their whole way that allowed them to become better and better over time. This is an exercise of course but only five years after hiring the new coach the British cycle team won 60% of the golden medals in the Olympic Games in Beijing in 2008. I mean, how does that happen? That a small team wins so many gold medals and manages to do so much in such little time. Very often, we trick ourselves to believe that it's the huge differences that should be implemented for us to change. And if you think about the general aspects of life, if you want to start a company, or if you want to lose weight, or if you want to become a better version of yourself, win a race everything. It's easy to think we need to do this and this big thing and this bad. As James Clear says, if you do 1% change for every single day for a year, you become 37% better. In the beginning, there is not very much difference. Over time, this accumulates 
and suddenly your curve gets enormous. And there is not a huge crisis if those small little habits, if you don't follow through on them once in a while. But it's the good big choices over time that gives the meaningful effect. The same is for you, your habits, your health, your mental health and your presence here in life. If you prioritize a little better, a little change for every day, you will over time allow yourself to feel better overall. If you, for example, don't sleep very well at night and you start going to bed five minutes earlier every single day, you will at one point get to a good bedtime that will allow you to have enough hours of sleep to feel rested for the new day. If you don't make very much healthy food, maybe allowing yourself to make one healthy smoothie a week if you don't do it, but then now you can do that one day. Or if you don't eat salad, maybe you can do it one day a week. Or if you don't prioritize yourself, maybe you can start doing that for five minutes every other day and then doing it every day. Maybe you can start setting aside some time for meditation one day a week if you haven't tried it before. Or maybe you can start doing a date night. If you don't already prioritize these things, these are small exercises, habits, fun things that can be prioritized. And these small changes will do enormous differences when you prioritize here and now. Time for yourself, self-care, enjoying life a bit more. You will also understand how important it is because suddenly you've given up those habits that maybe got you tired stressed, maybe you went to bed late, maybe you were up watching Netflix too long, scrolling your phone, maybe you take your phone to bed, I don't know. Maybe sit down and do an exercise where you write down what you want more of and what you want to do less of. Then look at these exercises and see what it is that you want to do, what do you want to do more of and start doing that. And maybe again, it's just once a week, once a day, three minutes a day, whatever it is. I can share as many wedding planning tips as you want, but if you are not well on the inside along the way, you will also become a very tired bride. And I can tell you, you know, get up five o'clock in the morning, go work out, go meditate, then you take a shower, then have breakfast, then deliver your kids in kindergarten, run to work, go for a walk in the middle of the day, maybe that's great for you, after lunch, you know, have dinner, same time every... That's not what it's about. It's about seeing life, opening your eyes, be present here, right now. Don't chase yourself all the time. Especially, this is something that many women do. I know men also do, so sorry for walking on anyone's feet here. I don't mean to, but point is, it doesn't help to chase it all if you don't take the time to enjoy yourself and feel well about it. Give up what doesn't work, test new things, make small changes and become a mentally strong bride with tools that you can use later on in life. And trust me, when you have kids and when you throw that in the ball of everyday life and maybe you have a business, it doesn't get any easier. Time is precious. Start making some habits now that puts you in a good place. You will have a much better energy and growth to handle the small and big things that will that sometimes can happen in a wedding and I mean you can plan and we can plan everything we want but we work with people and we work with guests 
And sometimes maybe a person gets too drunk. Sometimes maybe someone falls over. Sometimes things happen that were not the intention, but they still do. And if you are a fragile bride, you will not be able to handle it as well. If you have a list with a vision of 50 things that you want to happen at your wedding, for example, this is an example, and then three of those things don't happen. It's so easy to get caught up in those three things that didn't happen instead of focusing on the other 47 things that you are super happy with. And what happens, and I did this myself, I'm, I'm not going to lie. When I received the photos from my photographer after the wedding, first, the first time round, I went, oh, this is so beautiful. Oh my goodness, what a beautiful day. Because you're still living the feeling of it. Because I was present, because I had fun, because I enjoyed. When I saw the pictures after, I also saw that my rose was a bit tilted, that was in my hair, that my rose got a bit dry along the way, that at the end of the evening, why didn't I take my rose out? Because it was very dry in my hair. It's stupid things now, but it's so easy to get caught up on these things because you want to be perfect in all the pictures. And you can't. The photographer is documenting a real day. Things happen. You move. You will be photographed in different angles. If there are some angles that you don't like, we can talk about this. We can, we can, you know, I mean, these, this is fixable. But my point is, moving into a wedding, make yourself mentally strong. Get to a good place. Your journey towards your big day will be so much better. Your guests will appreciate your energy. If you walk into your wedding and you are tired and you are exhausted and you are not feeling it and maybe your stomach is all over the place, this energy reflects back to your guests. If you feel great, if you feel rested, if you feel like you are looking forward to the best day, that energy shows your guests pick that up and they will throw in their good vibes even more because you and your partner are so ready for that weekend, for that day and that energy spreads and it becomes 10 times better. So allow yourself to be a bride that wants to be present, that wants to be strong. Go to the gym not to get skinny, but to get fit, to get the energy, to feel empowered. Eat food that is good for you, that is healthy, but have a chocolate also along the way. Don't famine yourself because you want to look so skinny that you'll be so exhausted that you're on the verge of fainting. Become a strong bride. Become a role model, you know, for, for a family. That's, that's the energy that you are going into. You are be, you're becoming a wife. And becoming a wife requires to have stamina, to be the leader of a family. Maybe you don't want to have kids. That's completely up to you, of course. Remember also the role in life that you're walking into and not just a woman with a pretty dress and pretty makeup. Build stamina, get the confidence, walk into it all feeling your best self. So take the time to prioritize yourself because you are so 
worth it. You will then train yourself to be more present on the wedding day. And I have stood in situations where brides are so nervous that they don't even know where to, where to go or how to start the ceremony. We take a breather. I'm there for you. You know, I mean, that's what we're here for. I want you to feel safe. But I also want you to start training yourself mentally so you become a robust bride, not just for your wedding day, but so you can walk into your life and enjoy life, have the happiness, create the happiness if you don't have it, and make some good changes for yourself and make good choices for yourself. Because when you make good choices, good things come of them. And yes, I have hit the wall a couple of times, so unfortunately I know what I'm talking about. But seriously, take care of yourself, because I didn't when I was a bride, and I got completely exhausted from it. I will share this in another episode with you, because it's a longer story. But if you feel like this episode resonated with you, send it to a friend, make sure to help someone else out, leave a review, let us know what you think, leave a question if you have one. And I'm so excited to hear from you and I wish you a wonderful day. And there is a reason I do say, create a wonderful day for yourself because it doesn't just sweep in the window, we make good choices that allow ourselves to have good days. Focus on that 1% and be the best version of yourself. Let me know how it goes. 